Hi there folks, my name's NovaWing24 and welcome to another episode, a long overdue episode of The Three Grumpy Simmers. And of course, once again, I have been joined by my two fellow other Grumpy Simmers. I've been joined, of course, from by Sergio from Helisimmer.com. Hey everyone. And I have been joined once we we have been joined once again by our purple hat wearing Tomcat aficionado, VR aficionado, and expert Belgiode. Howdy, folks! It's been too long. It... I've been trapped in this house since March. <laughs> it we okay. So sorry. We we do want to say apologies to everybody, to all of our fans, uh, old and new, for taking so long. I know a lot of you have been looking forward to us and uh, thoughts on various uh, on a certain new simulator that may or may not have just been released. Uh, well, actually, that's the problem. I can't even say just been released anymore because it's what? It's been, what, two months? Two, almost three. Almost three months now? <laughs> yeah. It feels like, feels like more like 10 years. That's <laughs> so true. It's so true. And, and it's, so I, we do want to say apologies for that, but it's it's been a challenging time for all of us, as it has been, of course, for everybody on this planet. Um, and mm. a lot of things have been happening in the background um, that have limited our ability to get together. But of course, we are here now. Um, and on that note, I, I do understand that many of you, especially many people who have been contacting me, uh, and I, I'm assuming this is probably the same for, for you two gentlemen as well, is that people have been uh, really looking forward to um, our take on the new sim. And sorry... This episode's not it. <laughs> Sorry. Just want to get that one out of the way to start with. Um, so, a uh, couple of reasons for that one. Um, firstly, we... How to do it is probably... Because there's just so much that happens with that sim. There's just... Yeah. It's... It's huge! Like, it is... It's huge! Um... So, the first time we talked about it in depth, we talked for what one hour and like 15, 30 minutes, something like that. I don't think that was people that are was ready to that sit was through the Lord of the Rings version <laughs> of three grumpy simmers when it comes to Microsoft Light Simulator. And that was take two. The first take, I think, took almost two hours. Um, yeah, we, we all look, we spent almost two hours talking about, about the sim. Back in September, when we in, yeah. you know, when we just finished um, the global preview event, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, first time we met, we spent yep probably yep. about two hours talking about something that we have just seen. Now imagine, imagine now that we've, long... we've got hands on it for longer. Yeah, yeah, imagine and that was how just on camera. Did. That's not even counting the off-camera conversation. <laughs> So, um, so everybody, there there is a lot that we want to cover off um, with Microsoft Flight Simulator, and and all of us, I think, uh, uh, we want to know how to we want to approach it the right way, um, and it's something that I, I I talk about on my live streams, and I've talked about on my on my channel and other points as well. And Sergio, I know you've talked about it in in your articles as well. Yeah, is that much like where we believe Asobo is going with this? Is that we want to do this right? So if we're going to do this, we don't want to be first to market or we just want to splash a headline out like uh, unfortunately a large number of YouTubers and Twitch streamers seem to be wanting to do. They just want to get a headline out and say, blah, and make unsubstantiated claims and just do stuff. 
we want to make sure we get it right which means that we're going to take our time, we're going to um, work with a lot of the many resources that we all share and we all have access to and that we can we can hopefully try and, you know, we, we've got a professional nagger here as well, you know, it's, it's literally his job description. Um, so we want to make sure that... <laughs> it reminds me of a song too. <laughs> baby, we can do it, take your time, do it right, we can do it, baby. Do it tonight uh, or maybe uh, next year because it ain't happening in a couple of months. Keen right now. <laughs> so, so folks, look for that coming early next year. Um, because as I said, we, we want to take our time, we want to make sure that we do it right. Um, and, and we're actually going to circle back to this topic in a little bit in later in this episode. Um, but yeah, so we do want to say so, uh, apologies. So, that's what you're here for. We're coming here for a, a slightly different topic today. Uh, anything you guys want to add to that while I'm apologizing for all of us? Yeah. No, we're good. I'd say that pretty much summed it up. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, when we we already have a title for this episode, not Microsoft Flight Simulator. So <laughs> that's good, right? Yeah, that works. That works. Yeah, um, it, it still has it still has Microsoft Flight Simulator there. So you know hashtags and whatnot. And people come see and then oh, is it clickbait? Okay, hmm, okay. I'm sorry, I'm well, I'm totally going. I'm going to totally going to go off on a rant here because I've had this rant before and I'm going to come back to it again. Is that I am sick to in death of logging onto Twitch and or Facebook gaming and watching people who are saying that they are flying Microsoft Flight Simulator and I jump onto their stream to have a look at it and I'm looking at X-Plane, I'm looking at Prepared, I'm looking at, you know, Prepared V4, V5 and I'm like, I was even, I had one that even was FSX and I'm like, no, just, <laughs> no. And, and And unfortunately, it's not even like it's, small streamers who are starting out. These are big names. These are partners hmm. that are doing this. And I, yeah. you know, you guys, you, especially if anybody who follows me regularly knows that I'm big about being honest with the community and I think that is the best way to be. And I know Sergio, you're a strong believer in that and Drew, you are as well, is that being honest with the community, being open with your communication with your community is key um, to engaging and building a positive community. And I look at these these streamers and go, so what are you creating if you're willing to lie mm-hmm. to your community? Like, what are you creating? So I'm going to get off my soapbox now. <laughs> um, so, sorry, does that just totally, completely random. Need, needed to get that out. Uh, okay, so uh, we are talking about something today that's very, very important to all three of us um, and has affected us all um, at some point or other. Uh, and we want to talk about... Um, and I think it's really, really important with the year that we've all had. Um, and, and we want to talk about uh, we want to talk about simming and mental and your mental health um, as a simmer, uh, as a creative, as somebody who enjoys gaming. So this is this this topic today isn't necessarily restricted just to simming, but it, it is a lot of what we're going to talk about is applicable just in in, in your everyday life. It's going to be applicable in, in your you know. Perhaps it's going to be applicable in your work life, and but you know we want to talk about strategies and, th- and things and experiences that we that the three of us have had, um, and things to maybe help you guys um, through some through some challenging times as well because um, it's it's something that we especially in, in this and and I'm sort of going to throw to you guys here for your thoughts on this one, but I've I've noticed it. Arising more lately is that there seems to be this 
stress, this, 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 this feeling of angst. Um, that's not the good teenage angst kind of angst. It's this, this, this foreboding this, and this stress that seems to be enveloping um, the simulation gaming community and the gaming community really is a wider as a as a as a wider community as well. Um, I think it's been coming for a while, but I think it's really been a, a noticeable this year uh, through social media. And, and I'm sort of just wondering, you know, if you guys have been getting the same that same sense when you know when we when we talk on discords with with our with our communities and our friends and our and our new new simmers or you know when you're talking with people on Facebook groups because we all <laughs> moderate a variety of Facebook groups and, and and forum threads. So I'm curious to to hear what you guys have to say and think and what your experiences have been so far. Well, it's funny you mentioned Discord. I actually don't use Discord. This right here, what we are doing. This is literally the only time I ever use Discord. It's gotten that bad that I even want to log in. Facebook, different story. I kind of don't have a choice. I'm an admin in multiple groups. So, you know, somebody's got to be the one to keep the peace and so on and so forth. And thankfully, there's help in that department. But a lot of the times, a lot of my online time is spent basically babysitting adults not even kids <laughs> i can't even just blame it on the kids even though i'd love to be that guy that you know tells people to get off my lawn <laughs> i can't even say it's kids i'm noticing it more and more with you know older like 30s and up you know mm. and it is a little disheartening and I realize what's going on. You know, basically everything that we've been subjected to this year has been stressful. Think about mm. it. Has anything in this year since about February been what any of us can consider normal? Mm. Absolutely nothing. It's all been a giant, you know, what? <laughs> and we've had to deal with it. With no and loop. a lot of that... With no, yeah. And a lot of that, typically, whenever we're under stress, we try to find things that are going to, you know, circumvent a lot of that uh, sublimation, uh, what have you, whatever the psychological term is for it. And in particular with us, for the viewing audience, for those of us in this uh, media right now, mm. that's simming. That's actually hopping in a virtual aircraft, flying around. This is basically how we unwind. But what I've been noticing, and Sergio, you can back me up in a minute here. What I'm noticing is a lot of people are not using simming necessarily to vent or to release their stresses. They're focusing their frustrations in something that's supposed to be a pastime, something that's supposed to bring them joy. And I can tell you, just from you know my standpoint, as someone who's been a musician for like 26 years, when it stopped being fun and became a chore for me to strap on a bass and go on stage, that's when I knew it was time for me to quit. Mm. I see... Basically, the same kind of thing happening throughout the simulation world right now. I see a lot of people that are banging their head against the wall, whether it be chasing FPS numbers or 
you know, being impatient about updates and so on and so forth from various developers, various sims, or even, you know, their own self-inflicted things. They're trying to do things that they're just not ready for, or they haven't taken the time to, to learn about and so on. It's all coming back and it's all basically creating more stress in something that really should not be stressful at all. So, you know, once we can recognize that, then maybe we can do something about it. But I think we, I think collectively all of us need to take like a little step back and reevaluate why we're doing this and basically start thinking more about alternatives that we can do to help to alleviate some of the stress that we're adding to our own equation. And make no bones about it. This is like a self-fulfilling prophecy. We are adding our own stress where it's hmm. absolutely not needed. And, and I think it's, it, it, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a real key concept, that one, is that, you know, this is here as a, as a, as a hobby. It's there to, for enjoyment, for there to, to okay. you, know, you know, we... We do. We, we we embrace this hobby. We embrace embrace this passion. This you know, whatever you want to call it, because we want to enjoy it. Um, but when we project and 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 you know and and I and, and, and I definitely hear what you're saying there, and, I, and I've seen it as well. Is that you know projecting our and in a bit of a way I kind of get it because you know you're trying to project things, especially you know and, and again disclaimer on this whole episode by the way, we're not mental health professionals. Like seriously, if you feel like you need help, just please reach out. There is no stigma in it. Um, but I know myself. We are, that... we, are, we are mental, just not professionals. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 100% correct. Um, and and, and I don't know, I'll be the first one to admit that I have, I have projected my inability to deal with real life scenarios and situations onto my hobby. Um, and it's, it was a very difficult thing for me to recognize that. Um, and and it is an incredibly hard thing to realize and hard thing to recognize and to then and also even recognizing is one thing doing something about it is a whole another story. Um, but I, I really really want to, want to pick up on that. It's it's about fun. You know, we do this to relax to unwind. Now whether that is you know landing a helicopter on a postage stamp inside of a timber forest in Alaska <laughs> or whether or whether it's flying a 14 hour uh, an 18 hour flight from Perth to uh, Heathrow if if that's what is if that's what enjoyment and, and relaxation for this hobby looks like to you both are equally valid um, yeah and, and I really so that's that's a, a subset to that is I want to say that you know that what is what is a valid way of unwinding and relaxing for you and enjoying a hobby for you mm-hmm. is not necessarily going to be the same for the next person um, yeah absolutely it's, absolutely it's, it's funny it's funny that you mentioned that we are not we're not professionals we're not we're not professionals we're not trying to be uh, your psychologist or anything like that but here here's the thing we are probably the three of us are probably the second best thing after a professional which is we were victims of this the three of us we have talked in the past and uh, you tristan you you felt burned out you know uh, some time ago or you you feel burned out now and then drew you went through the same both in music and probably in teaming as well as we talked before and even even i i i was a victim of of this burnout as well so when i talk about this subject i don't just talk about 
theories or things that are on my head that I think it's true. It's things that I know are true because I went there. I was was I, I was also guilty of chasing numbers years ago and trying to get the sim to work at this proper bracket because mm-hmm. it had to. And then and I, and I was a victim of adding add-ons after add-ons after and look what's the first thing that people do when they get a new sim? They ask what are the must-have add-ons? And, and you know, what is yeah. what is the thing that we preach ad nauseum to say <laughs> to all of those people? Don't insult them. <laughs> don't insult. No, no add-ons are necessary for you to enjoy the mm-hmm. scene, and that's what we're trying to say. We do. We say it not because we are trying to be elitists and say people, "Oh, you don't need it." You know, I'm better than that. It's, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that we have been there. We have been in the position in mm-hmm. which we installed add-ons after add-ons, and after some time, you know, mm-hmm. the seams start to crawl down and just, you know be useless because it had so many crap on it so that's that that's that's where we come from we come from a background in which we have experienced that and after some time of experiencing that and we're talking about probably years you know i i remember when i installed windows uh, perhaps every three months or something like that because i wanted to have the best performance i had the patience back there i'm 44 years old. I don't have any patience to do that anymore. <laughs> but I did, I did have the patience to do that every three months or every six you months. You me, brother. Like to, to be <laughs> yeah. fair, an SSD makes it a lot faster now. I managed to do a complete mm-hmm. Windows reinstall yes, a few yes. a few months back. Uh, actually, no, we years spent, back for an even we, less than a day. I, I spent two. I, I usually spend two days um, getting the computer almost ready. I wouldn't say ready because there was also always software that we only installed when we needed it. Mm-hmm. But most of the stuff was done in two days, not in, you know, I don't know, half a day or something like that, like we can do today. So we are victims of this, the three of us. We are talking from experiencing all this. So it's not like we're coming from just, you know, made up theories or anything like that. So when we tell you that one of the first, well, the first thing, I, I, I wouldn't say this is an addition, an, an addiction. This is a problem. This is a mental problem. This is a serious mental problem and people don't even realize it. But the first step for you to realize that you have the problem is to actually realize that you have the problem. You need to understand what is it that you are doing with your simming. Okay? It, are you simming yeah. or are you just tweaking the sim? and trying to improve the sim and trying to improve your hardware and spending thousands of dollars. I have seen guys spending literally, literally thousands of dollars chasing the numbers. They they had good frames per second on X-Plane, for example. It was decent, you know, for, I know that you guys, a lot of you guys go, oh, I need to have 60 frames per second. Otherwise I'll just notice the <laughs> flickering. Okay, I'm I'm can, waiting. I'm waiting for. I can feel the hate comments <laughs> starting already. I can, look, I can understand that. I can understand, but here's the thing: hmm. if you realize your hardware is not going to give you 60 frames per second, you'll have to live with it or spend money. But if you spend money, don't expect miracles because you're not going. If you're getting with all your add-ons and your settings and your Ancializing to the max and whatnot. If you are getting about 40, 
50 frames per second and you are expecting to get 60 frames per second, perhaps the new graphics card won't give you that, you know, that much of a difference that you reach the 60 frames per second constantly, but you probably need to just compromise. And I think that a lot of the times people don't understand that they need to compromise to get a result. Look, I have yeah. a GTX mm -hmm. 1660. It's it's a it's not a bad graphics card, but mm, it's a 1660. It's not even a seven, a ten, a twenty seventy or something. It's dude. It's I'm trial. running. I'm running and a I, 1080, a first, a 1080 first edition. Yeah, and team I, red, team red, <laughs> Radeon seven, team green. I gotta own team green, team green. And then it's VR. Mm. Do you know how hard it is to be able to get some decent frames per second, some different FIPS on this machine? Mm. It's hard. I just learned to compromise and not fill my sims with add-ons that make it run slower. And, and that's and that's a that's a that's really it. good yeah that's a really good point. And and it's it's look at so so again we're going to circle back this we're going to keep circling back to this folks is that um, we sim all of us to relax to enjoy okay this is, this is what we do this is what we do for recreation we do this to unwind to to escape you know the proverbials of the real world at least for a short time so if you are spending more of your time fiddling with with config files or going through menus or you know complaining that you've only got 59 frames per second and not 60 then why are you here? Why are you doing it? And that's a really important question that you need that, that we all need to ask ourselves. Now, now I, I'm going to completely own this. I was that guy. I was that guy. I was I was 100. I was chasing. Uh, I was chasing 60 frames per second. I was chasing uh, absolute highest graphics. I was chasing every single number. I wanted to have the highest LOD details. I wanted to have the highest resolution. I want to have everything to the max. Sliders full right, as we used to say. Um, and I literally spent no time simming. I spent all my time fiddling with config files, trying out new configurations, trying every add-on under the sun, every tweak known to the sun, annoying people on forums. And did I learn a lot? Yeah. Did it make me any happy? Did I enjoy simming? Hell no. I almost walked away from the whole genre completely because of that and in the end it was somebody somebody in the in, in, in the flight simulation community he said to me he literally said to me asked me why do i sim and yeah. and i said I, I sim sim because i enjoy it he said and they turned around to me and said are you enjoying it right now and i stopped because i was about to say i snap of course i enjoy it and then i stopped right before i said and i went you know what i'm not enjoying it and then I had to look, why am I not enjoying it? Why, why am I not enjoying it? And as Sergio just said, because I was chasing numbers. I was chasing so many frames per second. I was chasing such and such a resolution. I was chasing this, that, and the other. And I didn't stop to actually think about how much time am I spending simming? Like, you know, and, and actually, am I enjoying it? And, and that's sort of what we, we want everybody to think about is think about how you how you spend your time with your sim. Do you actually spend your time 
in the sim doing the things that you love doing or are you getting caught up in menus or are you getting caught up complaining that somebody else's way of simming is different to yours and you don't like it like it's 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 a it's an each to their own kind of a thing because at the end of the day and 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 I've said this before um, that simming is what we all make of it. True. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would and love to pick that one up. Yeah. That let me. I'm going sorry, back to like the whole uh, hardware thing as well, hmm. especially now we've got. NVIDIA oh, releasing God, yes. new hardware. We've got no. AMD on the verge of releasing new hardware. And I'm seeing a lot of that coming up online. You know, people are looking for the numbers, you know, which one is yeah. going to be the better bet and so on and so forth. Folks, let me just remind you, this is not your typical video game. A flight simulator is just as much CPU bound as it is GPU bound. So if you still have, I don't want to say a crappy, but I'm going to say a crappy <laughs> CPU, and you throw in this ultra mega 6,000, 8,000, whatever, 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 guess so, what? Sorry, I just had this image of, a, of an Intel Celeron yeah. and somebody mating that with a 3090. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're still going to get crap SPS. And yeah, because the CPU is bottlenecking. Yeah. And one hundred percent on that. And like, okay, so I, as I said before, like, I, I'm sorry, so, sorry, Sergio. I, it's like I, yep. I said to Sergio and, and to you guys before. I'm still running a 1080 first edition, not even a TI. Yeah, I'm still running. I'm still running the 1660. And, so I'm even worse and, than you. And and you know what? <laughs> Actually, no, I thought the 1660 was newer than mine. It's newer, but uh, the performance is worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, this is this. It's just slightly better than 1060. It's between yeah. the 1060 and, and the 1070. 1070. Right. So, so, yeah, and, we're, and we're it's running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's running. Uh, like, you, 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 you young people probably don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> but back in back the day, in my so, day, sorry, back oh, in my God. days. But uh, seriously, you. A lot of you guys probably don't actually remember this, but um, flight flight simulation flight simulators used to be the benchmarking software used when you got a new computer. Can it run a Microsoft Flight Simulator? That was the question you exactly. always asked for a new PC. Exactly. Can it run Microsoft exactly. Flight Simulator? Yeah. It usually it it it's, it actually happened. This actually oh, yeah. happened. People went to the yep. stores and asked if we could, because if we could run Microsoft Flight Simulator, it was a good computer. And that was why uh, FS2000, FS9, and FSX all had a kiosk mode. Was for exactly. that exact reason, because you're mm. in the computer store, the demonstration of whatever computer they were trying to sell you, it would be the demo model would be sitting there in the store. With this ki- with this kiosk mode running, to show exactly. that yes, this computer is so amazing because it can run Microsoft Flight Simulator. Who knows? So yes, I think that Microsoft. still needs to be a benchmark. I mean, seriously, it still does it's need to be back. a benchmark. Let's, We've let's, got let's, Cyberpunk twenty seven that's coming out. Uh, as of the time of this recording. We've been told December the 10th, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is coming out. Looking forward. To it, by the way, that's my escape from simming. The 
PC specs on that, the ideal PC specs, are actually lesser than what Microsoft and Asobo has for their PC specs for Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. I, I think, you know, and, and I think with Microsoft coming back into the game, I think we are going to see a new era of this idea of, you know, Microsoft Flight Simulator being the benchmark again. And I, I am oh, really, I am really yeah. looking forward to that. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, we, we'll, we'll probably, you know, so I think that's a, the great way to look at it. And that also is a, is a great segue into sort of like the, the, the next thing that we'll look at that is that we just talked about just then, like we just talked about the history that Microsoft Flight Simulator has come through. Um, plus we have the history of, of X-Plane with all its iterations, Air, Aerofly through its various iterations as well. Um, even Flight Gear through all its iterations as well. Um, DCS, DCS, starting mm-hmm. starting with a modern, what was it, uh, Lock-On, modern, Lock on. Air, modern yep. air combat. Yep. I I still remember playing Lock-On model air, uh, modern air combat and Falcon 1, Falcon 2. One and two. I never played. I never played BMS. But so, so that's a, so, 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 so as well as recognizing the sort of you know if you if you're recognizing when it's good time for you if you're if you're obsessing about numbers and, and spending less time simming maybe take a step back from stop chasing those numbers you know take a step back just to enjoy the sim but also reflect on and also appreciate where your sim of choice whichever one of those or any of the other ones that are out there I mean Elite Dangerous is another one that's had quite the journey. Um, mm-hmm. That your sim of choice has come so far. Enjoy it. Yeah, and like anything else, it's not static. It's going to continue to evolve as tech evolves and as the software evolves. So, and and, and you a, can't expect to just be in one little time capsule. It's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and and don't get hung up on. Oh, this sim doesn't have up-to-date Jeppesen charts in it. I don't even use those. I do bush flying for the most part. But (laughs) it's like, okay, so it doesn't, it has approach plates. Does it have a 100% accurate ones right now to the millisecond that you're logging in? No. Can you appreciate the fact that for the first time in Flight Simulator, um, in commercial off-the-shelf available to the human, the ordinary user, that you even have approach plates built in to the navigation tool? Can we appreciate that for a second? Like, this is the thing, guys. It's like, you know, people seem to be getting hung up on and they're hanging shit on developers for, you know, hounding them for updates, chasing them for stuff, and not just taking fight and demanding the most in... While some 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 requests are perfectly valid, don't get me wrong, because are uh, are the sims that are out there, whether they be from Lockheed Martin, whether they be from Microsoft, whether they be from um, IPAX, whether they be from Eagle Dynamics, do they all have their issues? Hell yes. Are they all perfect? Hell no. Will they ever be perfect? No. If you think they are, you probably need to get move out of your fantasy world and back into the real world. Um, <laughs> but. Can we appreciate what we've got? Yes, absolutely. Hold developers to account 100%. I'm not saying don't hold them to account when things break or things are wrong or things are stopping the game from being able to be played. But can we appreciate the fact that we have access to such amazing technology now? I mean, the three of us here, 
we have all three of us have seen flight sims go from literally solid white lines on a black screen yep. your terrain there was no terrain it was there was a white cross in the distance that was your airfield that you had to line up to <laughs> yeah I still remember flying. I still remember yeah. flying a what was I think it was supposed to be a Cessna 152 mm-hmm. in Flight Sim Flight Simulator 2 because technically it was the first one that Microsoft made, uh, or when they bought Sublogic. But I remember flying that and trying to land that. Exactly. Here's the thing. It's exactly what you said before, Tristan, and I want to pick that up. <clears throat> Sims are what you made of it, or mm-hmm. what you make of it, right? Yeah. Here's the thing, you need to do your part. You need to do your part. As a simmer, as someone that is enjoying the hobby, you need to do your part. And your part has nothing to do with chasing frames per second. Your part has nothing to do, well, in some way it is with spending a few thousand dollars on hardware because you you do need a computer, right? So you do need to do that, Robert. You need to do your part, not in the sense of chasing these numbers and going crazy trying to tweak the sim Mm. but you need to do your part by understanding what the sim is understanding what a sim is Mm. understanding its shortcomings and filling in the gaps like tristan said and it's funny that you mentioned um the the white cross and those graphics because i was going to ask you tristan to um, place a bit of, uh, of footage from those sims mm. so that to, to show people that we come we come from there that's where we come from and it it worked for us a lot of you go out you know are always saying that you know you are going after the frames per second or the, sh- the reshaders or this or that or those add-ons because you want to be more immersed in the sim well guess smoke damn it <laughs> It's, it's all in here. It's all in your head. Immersion is in your yes. head. We 100%. Were, yes. We'll just yeah. look at the video that we have here showing that old sim. We were fully immersed. Just look at that. It's not I, even an actual... It doesn't even look like a cockpit. I know. But we were yeah. flying in our computers. Now, just look at what we have nowadays. Are you... Are you... Do you... Are you... Do you have the courage to complain about the sim when you have all that right now and you say that you are not immersed enough so so i i I remember i remember i i remember flying um it was it was it was the first one that microsoft put in a jet and i think it was like a 737 200 i think it was or 737 200 300 i think it was and it was it was chromatic screen so i think it was black and i think it was either black and white or black and purple um and black and purple is good you, you, uh, and you flew it. <laughs> you flew it with a key, with keyboard with keyboard, not even with a mouse. You flew it with a keyboard. Yeah. yeah and I'm exactly. not kidding. I remember flying into something. I think it was supposed to be flying into JFK. You had no. It could have been the moon. Like there was, there was all there was was there was a couple of like tall buildings in the background with some like white or well, like colored pixels in them to show lights to show windows. Yeah. But my hands were sweating. And you were running at because you were running at JFK, right? Because you were running at JFK. Exactly, exactly. For me, that was my my immersion was that. And you know what? I still and I I I talk about this regularly on my live streams. I talk about this is that 
And, and exactly as you pointed out, Sergio, is that your immersion and your level of interaction is what you make of it. Um, you don't need, you know, yes, these, yes, it is nice to have shaders and it is like to have volumetric clouds and yes, it is nice to have tire smoke. Yes, it is nice to have, you know, all these great <laughs> things. But at the end of the day, it's yeah, VR. Yes, you guys are still hammering <laughs> me to get VR. I just love how it just waved in as well. Um, <laughs> so, but you got, yeah, but you don't need those things. Do they... Yeah. Are they, okay, so one of the reasons that for me, my, so my, my immersion for me, I, I, I looked at VR, I, I, I like it, I don't currently believe I have the graphics cards to really run it properly, so that's why, one of the reasons why I don't have it, but at the end of the day for me, I'm very, totally understand. I'm very tactile, I am very, very tactile. Um, and my problem is, is that with most of the VR headsets out there is that the pass through cameras are not of sufficient quality because I want to be able to mask out. And I, and I've done this with, in my real world job, um, being able to mask out so I can have, you know, actual controls, actual things set up and have the pass through cameras so I can actually see and interact with those controls. And right now, for me, as a consumer, those headsets are not affordable. <laughs> <laughs> not affordable. I'm yeah, not even going to argue you on that one because I'm already thinking of upgrading to the <laughs> Reverb G2. And right now, that's out of my budget. Why? 2020. Well, yeah, the, the, the two. And that's something else as well, folks, is that... Um, and 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 I'm gonna hammer on about this one. Is that um, I really am? Is that we have as a hobby? Unfortunately, we have a very bad reputation in the greater gaming community and the greater community. And the, I'm not even gonna tell you the, the the opinions that I had of flight simmers from real pilots. I'm not gonna tell you about that. But in terms of the wider gaming community, we have a very overall. We have a very negative. They have very negative views of us because they see see Nerds. us. They see us as rich elitists. Um, and the problem is, is that uh, sadly there is a group of individuals that seem to be trying to gatekeep the. Um, to try to gate, gatekeep the hobby. And, and, and again, I've hammered on about this and all three of us have had on about this, about this ad nauseum of, you know, these, and these simmers, you can recognize them very easily because when those simmers that, that are, that are new ask and say, Hey, I've just got insert sim name here. What are the best add-ons? What add-ons do you recommend? They will say, you must have PM pre K's, 8930 and all this lists of crap that probably total about $5,000. So I'm going to ask you, everybody, please let me know in the comments down below. If you're somebody under the age of, under the age of 60, that has about $5,000 of disposable income just to throw at add-ons for a hobby you don't even know if you're going to enjoy yet. I'd love to know you. Please feel free to donate and support uh, <laughs> Beltigo's channel, the the great work that HellySimmer.com does, uh, and myself as Novawing24. Please feel free to support us. But seriously, guys, like, money doesn't grow on trees. Like, it Mm-mm. doesn't. And 
It's just, the most hilarious thing is people who think that YouTubers make a shit ton of money. God, if only you knew. <laughs> if we don't, we hemorrhage money is what we do. We don't make it. Yep. We do we this. Yep. We don't. <laughs> Why am I awake at 6 a.m. if we don't, if we're not making money out of this? Man, then. <laughs> Listen, I am so glad that I do this for the love because going back to my musician times, when you pay, when you're doing a gig, when you're doing several gigs over the course of a weekend, or you know, like several gigs that you've got lined up a month, and at the end of the night for each gig, you're making anywhere from like sixty to a hundred dollars a person. That's it. <laughs> and, Dude, he's, and he's still making more I money developed. doing the doing the bands rather than doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kid well, you not. But I'm not making sixty dollars a day, so <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. So sixty dollars, sixty dollars in the gig is not bad, Drew. So, so, so the thing is, and the point of what I'm saying this is that you know, and 2020 is a perfect example. Of this people are struggling everywhere around this planet, so people don't have disposable income. We never had, we didn't have that disposable income to start with, let alone after this year. So, stop trying to gatekeep our hobby. Stop trying to gatekeep our passion. Um, by saying that you're you can't do it unless you spend stupid amounts of money. Um, again, and we circle back, keep back in this again. The base sim is appreciated for what it is. Just because your way of simming involves five thousand dollars of add-ons, excuse me, add-ons, doesn't mean that everybody else's has to. My Microsoft Flight Simulator right now, I have I think seven add-ons in it, um, all of which. Either have I, uh, and of those seven, five of those I have purchased purely to review. So yeah, there's only two in there that I actually bought because mm -hmm. I actually went, I really want to fly those. Both of those are Dino airplanes, by the way. Um, so, you know, yeah. but the, the, <laughs> but at the end of the day, what do I spend most of my time flying? Uh, sorry, eight, because I got the Iris Jabiru as well. My bad. Um, but <laughs> the, sorry, sorry, Iris. Yes, I love your airplane as well. Um, but the point is, is I spend vast majority of my time flying the default aircraft. Are they a 100% mm. perfect representation of the real world aircraft? No. Are they... Do you enjoy them? Do I enjoy them? Abso-freaking-lutely. I love them. I think they are awesome. awesome. I have so much fun zipping around in the Cessna 208 caravan. I love it. I've not had autopilot issues like some people have. I've just... Mm, mine works. Um, and I love blitzing and doing stupid shit in the CJ4. Um, awesome. You're doing it right. That's the so way so to do This is the thing. It's that, exactly. It's about enjoyment. Now, again, if you... If your way of simming involves recreating a flight of a 7478i from Hong Kong um, to Tokyo, that's when you want to fly the real world procedures, you want to fly the real world weather, and you want to fly everything by the numbers, go for it. I We 100% support you because as long that's as you're how, having fun. Yep. Exactly. As long as you're having fun and you're enjoying the experience, then your way of simming is just the same as way of Simeon's mine, as way of Sergio when he tries to hover a cub onto a helipad. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, we all sim in different ways, so please do not try and gatekeep. And, and if you find yourself gatekeeping, 
again, ask yourself why. And that's a big conversation that we want to talk about today that we really want to bring up to everybody is that we want to make sure that everybody is thinking about why they're swimming. What drew you to our hobby? What keeps you here? And if you are feeling stressed, and if you are feeling like you're spending too much time looking at the numbers, chasing two things like that, take some time away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a deep breath. I want to, I want to just give a, a special shout out, if you will, to those of us out there who are content creators, because believe it or not, we all feel your pain. We can all burn out too. I mean, yeah, we've been basically working from home for the most part throughout the year and so on and so forth. I've actually been on uh, half hours with my day job. So instead of a full 40 hour week, it's like a 20 hour week. And I thought going into this whole pandemic thing that I would actually have more time to record videos and put them up. And, you know, it seems like every video that I put out now, I'm apologizing to people because I'm still behind schedule and so on and so forth. You get into this assembly line kind of mindset when you start getting behind on your videos. And, you know, just trying to catch up seems to be getting further and further. And even though, like we said before, we don't make any money off of YouTube, regardless of whether or not you're monetized or not, you know, you really are not making that much off of YouTube. But if you dedicated yourself to the channel, you dedicated yourself to your viewers, then it does kind of get to feel like work. I just put up a couple of uh, x videos. I interspersed some Microsoft Flight Simulator. I haven't even touched prepared version 5. I haven't gone back to version 4, and I still have stuff that I needed to do in version 4. DCS hasn't been touched for how many months now, and I'm still in the middle of the Persian Gulf campaign there. And we won't even discuss Armour 3 because, you know, <laughs> I just finished season one and I've got an entire second season what? planned out. What's happening with recording. Voodoo Squad? I have to find out what's happened with Voodoo Squad. <laughs> it's all coming, but, you know, it's to the point where you just keep going and going and going because you feel like you have this obligation. And that, my friends, is the number one way that you can burn out. It's like I said at the beginning of this video. When it stops being fun and starts being work you have a problem yep that's when you need to sit back and thank goodness the ea came out with uh star wars squadrons granted i haven't put any videos up i have no desire to put any videos up because i know what's going to happen you know sony or whoever else is going to knock me because of <laughs> star wars music <laughs> but for me that has been the perfect way for yep. me to get away from all of the cameras are not running i don't have to talk for a half hour one hour video and i know you all love to hear me talk (laughs) because i just ramble on but (laughs) that's the kind of thing that i do in order to you know get myself back on track I take a few weeks and, you know, maybe do some Star Wars squadrons or maybe get back into Black Desert Online, my absolute favorite MMO, Um, you know, just something different. And I would encourage all of you, if you're just getting caught into this grind of making videos or doing your live streams, you have to be every day on time. 
You've got to owe it to yourself to take some time for you. Do something completely different. Even if you want to like hop into something like The Sims or something like that. Yep. Not knocking The Sims. I love The Sims, <laughs> you know? And the, do something exactly. different and, just to break it up. And that is valid. You, you, know, you know something? You're trying to follow those frames per second. You're trying to get those 60 frames per second. You're killing yourself doing that on a sim, but you're, you're getting there. You have no idea how many frames per second you're going to have on the sims. You have no idea how many frames per second you're going to have on any other. You probably, if you're trying to chase the numbers of a sim on the sim and you haven't tried other games because this is you're, you're 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 sticking your nose on the monitor constantly to tweak the sim. Mm. Try grabbing any other game and see how cool that game is with the rig you have, because you probably have a monster rig, and you are frustrated because it doesn't go where you go with a sim. But with any other game, it is going to it's mm -hmm. going to rock yeah. the world. And and go try Black Desert so yeah, I, and I, and I, I cannot I cannot overstate this enough for anybody, whether you're a content creator, but especially content creators, but especially content creators, just anyone who enjoys simming, it is so important. Just like real world pilots take leave, they take time away. They don't fly, you know, they don't fly twelve hours a day, seven days a week, you know, or eight hours a day, seven days a week. They fly three days a week, you know, that's it. Um, yeah. so guys do something different. It's just like, you know, you have, you have, you have work, you have something else. It's the same way with, you have recreation, you have your simming, which if you're simming, you know, the three of us, we are all incredibly passionate simmers, but we all play other games as well to help us unwind. Now me, for example, um, I, 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 I feature a couple of different games when I have my fun Fridays where I deliberately will never sim. I will not play a sim. On Fridays, except lately with Star Wars Squadrons. Okay, I'll but yeah, again, it's completely. It's removed. so worth it though. It, it is, <laughs> um, but you know, I play, I play, I play WoW. I play WoW um, with my better half. Uh, so you know, she and I—that's how we have our date nights, um, because she lives on the other side of the world, so that can be a challenge. Um, we, I play League of Legends because. I think League Ari, of Legends because League of Legends and Ari is cute. <laughs> That's all you need to know. It's League of Legends and Ari is cute. Done. It's, 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 it's fun, but it's, yeah, it's but fun. it's fun because literally yeah. I can completely zone out and I can just completely. Mm -hmm. I'm not focused on frames per second. I'm not focused on are these procedures right or is somebody going to criticize me about these procedures or do I have to look at you know am I going to look at that texture set? Do I have to provide a critique on that texture set? I don't have to think about any of that. I can just enjoy. Yeah. So and when you're going, when you're going simming, when you're going to see, when, when are you thinking about, when you are thinking about simming? Sorry, I cannot speak mm. today. When you're thinking about, it's okay, simming, none of us can. So it's okay. Yeah, do something. Here, here, here's here's a tip. Pretend you're a pilot. Don't pretend you are the mechanic. I I don't see any pilots trying to get more juice out of the engines of the aircraft. Right? They are not. You know, they're not doing their their pre-flight checks and all that stuff around the aircraft with a screwdriver trying to get more juice out of the engine. No, they just fly the aircraft. Try just... <laughs> <laughs> just try doing that. Just get into the, the virtual cockpit, do your flight, 
turn the computer off or go go play at any other game. Now there's there's something that I would I would like us not to forget to touch in this in this episode, which is we're talking about the actual problem, but how how do we how do we see how do we recognize this on a community member? Because I think this is very important to try and recognize this on community members and try to help them the best we can. Ultimately, this all, all, all this depends on the on the community member himself. You know, it's, it's up to the to the person to recognize the problem and fix it because you're you're not going to go to his place or to her place you, and get her. You can't chair. you can't live their life for them. Is, yeah, yeah right. you can you can you can't force them. But one of the things that we need that I think that we need to do is to recognize some signs on those community members. And at least reach out to them and talk to them and try to get them to understand that this is this they have this problem and this is happening. And one of the on one of the ways of recognizing it is pretty easy actually. Well, it's 2020 and we have social media, so saying that when you see someone ranting on social media is not exactly the thing, right? But when you see someone constantly ranting and constantly complaining about the fact that they have no frame rates that they have tried this or that and then when you see someone constantly hammering on the same subject over and over again and you understand that it's is becoming an obsession not just a tweak that's a big red flag that's that's a big warning that you probably should try and and understand reach, where that person yeah, reach, is coming from. Yeah, reach reach out to them and and, mm-hmm. and ask them to say and and it can be as simple as saying, "Hey, we've noticed, you know, hey, um, Joe, I've noticed that you know you've been commenting and posting a lot lately about, you know, you're having difficulty with your frames." I said, "Are they using?" Just say, "How's your simming experience? How much time do you spend simming? Do you enjoy simming?" Yeah, you know? exactly. Just um, remind you, them. Just, and just the remind most them important thing with that. The absolute most important thing with that, I can't stress it enough. Look at the finger. Be kind to them. Because you have no clue what they're going through. Yes. Or, alternately, you know exactly what they're going through. Be kind to them. And and that 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 is a really great way to actually finish that is because at the end of the day, um, a, a, a quote that was given to me very recently was at the end of the day, we're all just walking each other home. Yep. Um, yeah. and that, that phrase really hit home for me this year. Um, we need to be kind of humans to each other. We need to be kind of humans. Um, we don't know what's happening, um, with somebody else. And it is very, very easy with the constant bombardment from social media and the anonymity that is offered by the internet is extremely easy to, you know, to pontificate and to um, name call and to beat down people and to say, oh, you're a, you're not a real simmer because you don't have X, Y, and Z. Or if you don't know the answer to that question, you're not good enough to be here, get out. If you have those kind of issues, then you're part of the problem. Um, so the question is, are you, what are you going to do about it? Um, and we all need to be, make sure that we teach, you know, treat each other with kindness and respect. Um, and if you don't like something, if you, if it's a really old thing that my grandmother taught me, which is if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything. 
Yeah, all of our grandmothers said it. <laughs> yeah. Really not rocket science. But, mm-hmm. you know, so, so make sure people that you, make sure everyone that you, you think before you speak and be kind with your words and your intent because words make a difference. Words are important. Um, and that goes for fellow community members, fellow simmers, fellow gamers, the humans in your life, in your circle around you in real life. And for Christ's sake, it goes for developers too. Right? It, Especially it, be kind to them. We kind of need them to finish up the game. Exactly. If if unless you're willing to unless you're willing to, you know, spend several years learning code and doing stuff, then you know what? Be kind to developers. Can't we as Drew as Drew just pointed out, we kinda need them. Oh, oh, that was a bit of a So yeah, we kind of need them. So, so yeah, so uh, I think that is a really great point to that is a really good great point to to round out this room because at the end of the day, folks, um, we sim because we want to escape. We sim to enjoy ourselves. If we find or if you have concerns that a fellow simmer is not enjoying it, reach out to them because. Be kind, because 2020's been a shit show, let's be honest. Like, and 2020 has exacerbated things that are already there, and this this shouldn't just be about 2020, by the way, folks. This should be about for, you know, all the time. But 2020's really starting to, to it really helped amplify this, and I know, and the three of us, as we've all spoken about tonight, you know, on this episode tonight, that We've all spoken about how it has impacted us varying degrees. Um, I, to, to let you guys in on, on some of you may have noticed that I very spectacularly went dark for almost a month um, right before Microsoft Flight Simulator went live. Um, I literally was at a point mentally and with my swimming world where I, I just, I couldn't even make a content for this epic title that was coming out. Um... And it was really tough slog for me to be able to get pull it back together again. So I'm glad that I did, but it happens to all of us. Um, so please don't chase the numbers. Please chase an experience. Enjoy your experience and be kind. And with those words of wisdom, I'll throw over to my two rather grumpy simmers to round out their thoughts for the uh, for the topic. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I, I keep going back to it, and I'm going to keep going back to it. It has to be fun. Hmm. It is not work. This is not why we do this. I ran a virtual airline for two years. And that too, when it got to be to the point where I was no longer enjoying flying commercial planes because Mm -hmm. the job part of running the VA had taken over everything, Mm. I actually did give up simming for a while. I don't ever want to see anybody go through that sort of thing. And I certainly don't want to that kind of a situation. Here I am now. I'm like, what day is it today? The 8th. I'm like 10 days away from turning the big 5-0. And I would hope that I'm going to have a lot more years of life left. And you know what? I would love to spend a lot of that time doing what I enjoy. I figure I'm at a place in my life right now where I can do the things that I enjoy. Right now, that's flying, 
and making videos for you all and just telling stories, having fun, cracking jokes. That's pretty much what I would like my life to be. I've accomplished everything else that I set out other than getting a Grammy award winning album, you know, <laughs> priorities change. <laughs> but I mean, that's anyway. the thing. Mm. That's the thing. You really gotta, you gotta keep that balance. You gotta keep that uh, balance in your work life, your home life, hobbies, so on and so forth. And time is absolutely precious. Yeah. 2020 has been, <laughs> we all know what 2020 has been, but we're not, none of us are going to get out of this alive at the end of the day. So you may as well make the most with everything that you have. And you need to really step back if you're finding yourself in a place where the things that once gave you joy are not. And you need to really evaluate why that's happening. Yep. Solve it. It's possible. I'm living proof. You can do it. You can reinvent yourself many times as you need to, mm -hmm. to get back to that enjoyment. I know everybody can do it. Yep. Mr. Exactly. Sergio? Yeah, well, it's it's very easy to fall into, um, into a burnout. It's very easy to fall into this um, number chase and uh, try to get all that immersion and all that stuff that we crave for in a sim. Just make sure you recognize that you are falling into it easily and try to step back from it. Take a deep breath. Rethink your priorities with, in a sim. Take a break from simming. Just do that for a couple of days, for a weekend, for example. Instead of mm -hmm. simming, try any other game. Go to Steam. They have a couple of games there that <laughs> you can try for Better sure. Better yet, go outside. Yeah, go There's outside. Yeah. The world. It's got unlimited access out there. I was going to say, everybody probably noticed that I'm a little bit red at the moment. It's because, like, yeah, I was outside today, actually. <laughs> yeah. I was racing my first triathlon of the year of 2020 because I had several planned this year and that didn't happen. So this was my first of this year and it's just about... I, I, would love to, I would love to do that, Drew, but for the next couple of weekends, <laughs> the area I live in... It's on lockdown. So to, to me, to me, unfortunately, that is a side effect of 2020 is that a lot of people can't go outside. But yeah, there. But so, Sergio, but, as Sergio yeah. said, Steam, plenty of times free. There are there are other games. Just try and find something in which you can lose yourself for a couple of hours. Just Al lose yourself. Alien Swarm, free top-down shooter. Highly recommend it. It's awesome. Oh yeah, there are there are a lot of free games out there. Just try something different, and instead of chasing the numbers, and when you go back to your simming sim just gets just even if it, it's just a short flight try not to tweak a single thing try not to look at a single number a single frames per second number just fly you know just look at the cockpit just, and fly do a short fly do some circuit patterns whatever hmm. but just get into the cockpit fly the aircraft get out of the sim, go make a cup of coffee, go watch on Netflix or something like that. Mm. Just try to make, get this new routine of simming and not tweaking the sim. Mm. If, you, if you start doing that, if you start to fight this will, this constant wish of trying to tweak the sim and get more frames per second or whatever, 
just try to fire it by not doing it. It's, it's, it may sound complicated, but it's that easy. If you don't want to get caught on doing something constantly, just don't do it. Enjoy the sim. And, yeah, like and be that, be aware of you know, when you do it, take steps to avoid it and say, okay, you think about frames per second or I, want, I need to check my FPS or I need to check why that screen isn't refreshing at 120 frames per second. Yeah. It's only refreshing at 100. It's like, no, just, just can you read it? Can you, can you read it? Does it give you the information that you need in the correct time you need? It? Exactly. That's all you need. Exactly. Is it, is it, is it not twitching and can you actually enjoy it, enjoy the image? It's not 60 frames per second, it's 55 or 50. But do you actually see that much of a difference? Because if you are seeing that much of a difference between 55 and 60 frames per second, you're either, you are either have a medical condition or you're not simming properly because most of the times I'm so immersed in actual simming and try not to crash. I don't even notice if there's flick, if a small amount of flickering because it's, it's all... five frames per second less than it should be. Come it's, on. Let's... It's also the legacy of flying, you know, a frantic palm tree on a regular basis, but, you know, try to avoid crashing. Hmm. And look, for, yeah, well, and, and again... Every, and... Everything is always shaking for me, so it's... <laughs> Normal. So, so for, and like, and and, and yeah, exactly. I can't. So, I, I agree with the frames per second thing. Like, I look at this, and I, I say I run mine at thirty. And apparently, a lot of people got very, very annoyed at me because I, how dare I say that you really don't need that much more? You don't need to sacrifice everything the altar of FPS with a flight sim because you don't. Um, it's about the experience, and this is what we keep talking about. Is are you? It does. Does this setting work for you? And your experience. Can you make it work? Is it you? stable or is it crashing to desktop? Yes. Exactly. So and at, can then you, you have work. a problem. Yeah. So I have thirty I have thirty frames per second, is what I have it locked at. And yeah. I look around the cockpit and I don't have issues. The only time I have issues yeah. is when I have, and it's a known issue, is that when I tried my sim tries to load in too many AI objects at, a, at an airport. Yeah, but your brain does the rest. That's the thing. That's a compromise I was yep. talking. You know, it's just, yeah, it is not perfect, yep. but it's working. You know, I just, I'll just, my brain just will just kick in. Remember the the white cross? Yes. Where you were. Yep. In, remember Tristan saying that he was landing at JFK, which it was just a bunch of lines. He was landing at JFK. His brain was doing, that's, that's how immersion works. Immersion doesn't work because you have a full cockpit around you. Immersion works because you you believe that you have a full cockpit around you, even if you're not in VR. If you, if you just using <laughs> that screen, yep. That's but, that's how immersion exactly, works. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that. so we really want to. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's just, right. Yeah, and, and this is when you he's very passionate walls. about this, folks. <laughs> but but we and we worried. all are. I'm, yeah. Yes, I'm worried because I've seen I have good friends in the community um, that have been burning out. I have seen members of the community, one of the communities that I manage in the, the helicopter community, and you, you drew you know at least one person that has has been going through that for a long mm -hmm. time. Person has exactly who you mean, and he has spending. We were talking about him earlier before we started recording. And look, he has spent thousands of dollars mm -hmm. on hardware, he has spent 
countless hours installing reshades, add-ons, and trying to get everything perfect. And he is constantly so frustrated. The poor guy, look, I feel for him. I feel for the guy, but I, I already tried to talk to him and get him to realize that he has a problem. And it's very hard for me to get him to understand that, but it's very, it's frustrating for me to see him that frustrated. Hmm. It's, it's, it, it is seriously injuring. And I am, I am genuinely worried about him because he can, he can not only burn out with scenes, but he can actually get to a point in which he will just burn out simply just poof. And, and, and the light bulb just go and yeah. because of a sim, right? Because of a sim. So because of because of something that is supposed to be there for fun and relaxation. And this is what exactly. we and this is why we wanted to bring this topic to to discuss it because you know we've always been here, folks, to talk about the issues and the topics that are often uncomfortable to talk about um, in the in the wider simming community and and we're here to talk about those and, and and we want to make sure we want to check in on you guys we want you guys to make sure that you check in on on each other and check in on yourselves about how your mental health is going because this year above all other years has been an issue and we want to make sure that you guys are, are looking after yourselves and you guys are going to be here to enjoy simming for a long time to come and that you guys are going to be able to support each other and uh, hopefully, hopefully, we have given you maybe some tips and some things to consider um, for the future. So, there you go. All right. There you go. <laughs> At the end of the day, folks, be good, be kind, be good humans, be kind is really fundamentally what it comes down to. And with that, we're going to round out this episode. Uh, as I said, it was, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a topic that was very important to all three of us. And we did really want to bring it to you guys and we talk about it to you because of things that, you know, that we see and we hear and we want to make sure that you guys are okay. Um, and if you're not okay, that's, that's okay that you're not okay. And it, then it becomes, well, how do you approach that? Um, and how do you how do you work with your friends and how do you work with your fellow simmers and how do you work with your family and your support network? Make sure you do that and you reach out when you need to. Um, whether that be somebody online, whether it be somebody at your workplace, whether it be somebody in your friendship circle, whether it be a professional, all of those are important and support tools to use. Um, I am not, because there is a stigma associated with anything to do with mental health um, that we as a global community need to break down. Um, I'm happy to own and say my mental health has been pretty crap for most of this year. Um, but I recognize that and I'm doing things to try and work with that at the moment. And I know these two fine gentlemen do as well. So there you go. And with that, we're going to round out this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to say thank you so much to our, uh, fellow, my fellow grumpy simmers. So thank you very much to you, Sergio, from HeadlySimmer.com. Thank you, guys. See you next time. And thank you very much to you, Mr. Be Mr. Drew, Mr. Belgiote. It's a shame we didn't see Luna much uh, during uh, this episode. It's always a nice give kitty time. She's probably yeah, fast asleep. Yeah, she's back there. She's <laughs> back there on the bed. I'm just leaving her be because... She knows that as soon as I'm done with this, I'm about to steal her bed. <laughs> but at least we got the, the Tomcat as the backdrop, which is very, very important. Uh, true. There will always be a Tomcat somewhere. <laughs> 
So, folks, <laughs> don't forget to uh, head over to uh, Sergio and Helisimmer.com's website uh, for all your uh, aviation, all your flight sim, and all your, especially all your helicopter uh, rotary winged news. And also check out their YouTube channel for their weekly flyby. And don't forget to head over to uh, Mr. Belgiode and his YouTube channel uh, for supporting for some great stories and some, what are some great reviews and updates as well. And, you know, so throw those both gentlemen a bit of a like and a subscribe and maybe consider giving this channel a like and a subscribe too and maybe check out some of my content both here on YouTube and also over on Twitch on a regular basis, twitch.com, uh, sorry, twitch.tv forward slash NovaWing24. So weird because having made the move from Mixer to Twitch, it still feels <laughs> weird saying Twitch, not Mixer. Like I know Mixer died like five months ago but it still hurts it still hurts anyway all right folks thanks very much for watching take care safe skies to all we will see you on the next episode bye for now ciao <laughs>